Welcome to the Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. Last time on the Laundry Hour, we walked through the difference between the law and grace. There was so much, and there's still so much more we could say about the law and grace. But the most important thing to understand is that we cannot keep the law. No matter how hard we try, we can't do it. And it's wonderful because Jesus kept it for us. That's why he's so amazing, and that's why grace is so amazing, and that's why we need it. Today, we were going to walk through some implications of grace on our lives. And yesterday, I felt the prompting of the Lord to share this with you all. And I thought we were pivoting. Um, I'm infamous for pivoting. Infamous in the good way, if there is even such a thing. But anyways, but this morning, I realized that this is actually an implication of grace. Meaning, because of grace, what does this mean now for our lives? Or how do we now live because of grace? So... Um, yesterday's challenge, um, we're doing a Proverbs challenge on the Laundry Room TLH community with Jamie Williams. It's our Facebook group page attached to the Laundry Room, or excuse me, attached to the Laundry Hour, um, fan page, and we're doing a Proverbs challenge. We are on, today is, um chapter 21 but yesterday chapter 20 it was just too good and I was like this needs an episode well I wasn't like that the Lord was like hey this needs an episode um but also another reason because you know I have um almost like two different communities I've got a Facebook community and an Instagram community um and I needed my Instagram people to hear this um so I hope that you will click on the link um in my profile and listen to this episode because I, I truly believe this is life-changing. So without further ado, um, Proverbs 20. So what I do on the page is I, I read the chapter um, and I synthesize really quickly, okay, what can I say in like a paragraph to encourage um, my moms today with God's word? And a lot of Proverbs is... is um, wisdom and um, advice on righteous and godly living but this chapter was so different um proverbs 20 verse 9 says who can say i have made my heart pure i am clean from my sin proverbs 20 24 says a man's steps are from the lord how can man understand his way proverbs 20 27 says the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord searching all his innermost parts. And then Proverbs 20:30 says blows that wound cleanse away evil. Strokes make clean the innermost parts. Okay, so I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about all four of those verses and I'm like, "Man, God, you are saying something here. What are you saying?" What are you saying about my innermost parts that need to be made pure and clean that I cannot do myself? But yet, this entire book is is telling me to to remember the words of my father and, and to pursue wisdom and to live this godly and righteous life. There are so many godly attributes or or wise things to do and and 
foolish things not to do. And how do I do that? You know, I can try and do it in myself, but we just talked about yesterday about how we cannot keep the law. And even wise, good advice, I cannot keep. I cannot do that on my own. So I was thinking about these, the last two verses talking about my innermost parts, but it's talking about a blow that wounds and strokes can make clean. Okay, so whatever I'm trying to figure out, I need to figure out what those blows and those strokes are because I need to be cleansed from evil and I need to be clean in my innermost parts because I can't do that. But Proverbs 27 says that the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord searching all his innermost parts. Okay, so the Lord can see my innermost parts. Proverbs 20, 24 says, a man's steps are from the Lord. How can a man understand his way? So I can't understand it, but the Lord understands my way. And then if we want to go back to Proverbs 29, who can say, I have made my heart pure. I am clean from my sin. No one can say that unless the Lord has done it in them. When we are made righteous in God's eyes, that means that we are made right with him. That means our sin is not counted against us. And how is our sin not counted against us when we put our faith in Jesus Christ? Sorry, I didn't give a pause there for anybody to think about an answer. I was just excited to tell you that in Jesus Christ, we can be made righteous. He took our sin and gives us his righteousness. It's as if we were wearing a dirty, dingy, filthy robe and he was wearing this white, pristine, beautiful, glorious, glowing robe. And when he got on the cross, he took our robe and gave us his. Now he is wearing the filthy, dirty, dingy, yucky, smelly robe. And we are wearing a glorious, white, beaming, beautiful thing. This robe. He just gave it to us because we put our faith in him. And he took ours as our perfect sacrifice. That's how we are made clean. And then we're continually made clean by God's word. So this is what I was just typing. And I believe like at that moment, like the Lord just kind of took over (laughs) my mind and my hand. And after I I finished, I looked and I was like, whoa, really? And like literally mind blown. Okay. So Hebrews four says the word of God is called a two edged sword, piercing our innermost parts and revealing what's truly inside We're exhorted in Proverbs to be wise, righteous, and godly people. But how? I cannot make myself pure and clean. I cannot even understand my own ways. But the Lord knows, and He can see, and He has the power to make me clean. But how? That verse, Proverbs 20, verse 30, says, Blows that wound, cleanse away evil, strokes make clean the innermost parts. If God's word is called a two-edged sword, ah, swords give blows. And they stroke. So blows and stroke from his word. Hebrews 4.12 also says that his word is alive and active. Meaning every time we read it, it has the power to do deep surgery on us. Only if we allow it to. But it has the power to every time to give blows that wound. But also cleanse away evil. And strokes that can make us clean in our innermost parts. That is what we are longing for. Oh my goodness. My husband and I were talking about this yesterday. Our world is at this place where they are longing for spirituality. They are just longing for it. So 
talk shows, um, TV shows, celebrities, anybody who is out there talking about healing and reconciliation and knowing who you are and finding your purpose, all of those things are good and truthful and right. But you know what they're missing? Jesus. I don't want things that sound like him because in sounding like Jesus, I'll miss him. I want things that actually are Jesus. I actually want his word. I don't just want an encouraging quote. It's nice to hear and read and important, but only um, good if you have the ability to, to discern that this isn't his word. I want his word. Because if we're if we're both facing forward, if I'm not following Jesus and his word, I can start veering off to the left ever so slowly until I'm not even facing Jesus anymore. And I don't even know how I got there. And I'm still going and still going. And I look back maybe or somebody brings it to my attention and I'm so far from him. The only way to keep myself pure, because clearly, remember, we can't do it. (laughs) We cannot do it on our own. We cannot make our hearts pure or clean ourselves from sin. But what we can do is read God's word. That's what we can do. And it's his word that is alive and active that can, every time I read it, if I allow it to, has the power to do that deep surgery on us. So I want to encourage you, mamas, there are great, and I am guilty of this too, okay? There are great podcasts out there. There are great resources out there. There are good people to follow on Instagram or Facebook or um, good TV shows or talk shows or whatever you like to do. There's good stuff out there. And it, it could be totally true. And it can resonate with your spirit. And it can make you say, mm-hmm, yeah, that is so right. But, I want to caution you, it is very easy, very, very easy to get distracted by those things and deceived by those things. You need his word. That's the only thing that can make us clean, make us pure in our innermost parts, not just on the surface. There's a lot of clean looking people in our world on the surface. But it's those people that have innermost parts that are clean. Those are the people that truly, truly know God, fear him, walk with him. That's what we want, okay? So I needed to share that with you all. Um, I hope um, that if you haven't been doing our Proverbs Challenge, that you would join us, whether on the Facebook page or just by yourself. Um, just pick up your Bible and read it, because that's where life is. That's where we find Jesus. That's where we find eternal life, because whole scriptures speak about Jesus. My goodness. Um, for yourself and your children, this is a shameless plug, and no, um, I am not working with them, but the Jesus Storybook Bible, if you can pick up a copy and start reading it to your children and start reading it to yourself, um, every story in scripture whispers Jesus' name, because in him do we find freedom and forgiveness and salvation and redemption and healing and purpose. In him do we find life. Um, 
start instilling that into your children at an early age as well as even yourself if you're like I don't know how to read the Bible I've never done this before I don't know what it's talking about I don't know how to teach them that but um, as you learn for yourself learn with him Jesus Storybook Bible very helpful aid in I think a stay-at-home mom's um, toolbox Uh, but can I pray over you really quick Father, I thank you so much for how alive and active you are. You say in your word that you, Jesus, are the word. The word became flesh. That's why the word has the power. Because the word is actually Jesus. How amazing is that? Because your word also whispers your name in every single story. It's all interlinked and perfect and wonderful. And here's an implication of grace if anybody was wondering for it. You gave us the Bible. You could have left us here on the earth wondering, groping, wishing we could figure out our way to you. But you said, hey, I'm going to give you my word that tells you what I'm like. That tells you what I've done for you. And then you gave people the ability to translate it in our own language so we can read it. And understand it and yeah we have questions yeah it's difficult at times but you've also given us your Holy Spirit to be our discipler to teach us what your word says and then you've given us other believers that can do the same thing so we don't have to be wandering aimlessly <laughs> trying to figure out what your word says we just got to find wise and godly people that will truly and rightly divide your word to understand it for what it says, not to make it say what it, they want it to say. So help us to not do that either, Lord. Help us to truly understand your word for what it says and follow it for what you have said to us. Let that be our goal. Let that be our desire when we read your word because we desire cleansed hearts that are pure from sin in our innermost parts that's what we desire and we know that only your word can do that only you jesus can do that in our lives please take our dirty cloak and give us yours and empower us by your spirit to live lives that are pleasing and glorifying to you so thank you again lord for your word We love it. We love you. And we are excited to get to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe. If you loved it, please share. If you got to have it, please review. And then join our Facebook page and um, start Proverbs 21 with us today. Um, Typically what I do is we read the chapter the day before and I talk about it the day after. So technically we're on day twenty. Proverbs 22, read that today, and then I'll talk about it tomorrow if you want to um, truly get on with us. Um, But next time, we will actually (laughs) talk about those implications of grace rather than the law in our daily lives and how it affects our motherhood. So these implications, um, I talked uh, last episode about how, you know, we have implications from Jesus's life and death when it comes to grace, but we'll talk about how his resurrection affects us. Ooh, I just had an idea. I will share it with you next time. Uh, I love you ladies. May the grace of the Lord Jesus rest upon you and your families as you go today. Have a great one.